the base pass. Okay, we're all set. Time to play ball. The Dodgers and the Big Red Machine. Now for the play-by-play, here's Vin Scully. Vinny? Thank you, Jerry. Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant good evening to you, wherever you may be. The Dodgers and the Cincinnati Reds opening up certainly for the Dodgers a do-or-die series. Certainly not nearly as much pressure on the club that's out in front. Pete Rose, followed by Joe Morgan and Anthony Perez, and Claude Osteen trying to shake off a four-game losing streak. Into the windup and delivers. Fastball low, ball one. Pete Rose with 222 hits. He is the cream of the league, getting 345. Rose hitting right-handed. Ron Say about even with the bag at third. Osteen Ruddy comes back to him 1-0, and it's lifted to right field. Crawford going over and back, but he has a play. Turns and makes the catch. So one away on a fly ball to right field. Joe Morgan has had a fantastic year for Cincinnati. Morgan hitting 285. He has 110 walks. He has scored 109 times. He has 24 home runs, 80 RBIs, and just for good measure, he's stolen 65 bases. This has been a fantastic year for little Joe. He runs to punt, leaves it in Ferguson's mitt. 0-1. The Dodgers with the infield of Buckner and Lopes, Russell and Say, Joshua Davis and Crawford in the outfield, Ferguson behind the plate, and Claude Osteen on the mound. Morgan, back up to the plate again. Little Joe has missed two games this year. He swings at a curve and doesn't get it. Pete Rose has missed one game all year. And Morgan has missed two. Bill Russell is the only Dodger. He has played in every one. 0-2, the count to Little Joe Morgan. Osteen under the windup and delivers, and it's fouled off. But still 0-2. Final score in the first game, San Diego beat the Giants 3-1. Greif over bar. First game of a doubleheader. Little Joe, he is a remarkable bundle of talent. He's only 5'7". He weighs only 155 pounds. A strike two pitch, a bouncer over the mound. Russell behind the bag. Up with it, throws him out. So Joe Morgan grounding out up the middle, and the batter now is Tony Perez. Tony hitting 305 with 24 home runs and 94 RBIs. Johnny Bench is the big gun. He leads the club in home runs with 25, RBIs with 103. If you do not know or are not aware of it, Johnny Bench is riding a two-game suspension. The pitch to Perez a strike on one. The bench cannot play tonight, nor can he play tomorrow. But boy, can he play. 0-1 to count to Tony Perez. Osteen back with a fastball that runs away. 1-1. Bob Engel is the plate umpire. Dave Davidson at first. Harry Wendelstead at second. Augie Donatelli at third. George Scherger coaching at first. Alex Grammis at third. Big Tony with the count 1-1. Osteen comes back to him. Sinker swung on and missed. One and two. 
Tony's from Cuba, makes his home in Puerto Rico. He's 31. Now the 1-2 pitch on the way. Fastball just outside. Ball two. Bob Engel down on his right knee to gauge that one. Two and two. Perez waiting. Two balls, two strikes to count. Osteen into the windup caught deals. Fastball hit over the mound. Charging Russell. One hand's on the run. Both high and Buckner tried to tag him and missed him. Russell made a remarkable play in coming up with that ball on the dead run. The only thing he couldn't do, he had no chance to set himself. And he had to throw quickly and early, and the throw was high. And Buckner made a leaping catch, but missed the tag as Perez raced by. It went as a base hit. He would have taken a fine play to get him. So a two-out infield single for Tony Perez. And here is Andy Costco. Costco with seven home runs, 18 RBIs. The ex-Dodger waiting at the plate. Osteen a look at Perez, works Costco, and it's fouled away. 0-1. Willie Crawford has hit 12 home runs this year in Dodger Stadium. Andy Costco in 1969 hit 10 here. Frank Howard has hit the most for any Dodger. He hit 13 one year at Dodger Stadium. 0-1 the count to Andy Costco. Osteen ready. Here he comes. Inside and high. 1-1. One and one. Two out first inning. No score. Tomorrow, a 1 p.m. game. Don Sutton and Don Gullett. Osteen up on top now at the bell. To look at first and the 1-1 pitch. Screwball. Swung on and missed. Strike two. A throw to first. Not in time. Perez back. Tony is not a base stealer. When he does go, it's usually part of a hit and run play. And he's stolen three out of four. One and two to Costco. Two out. First inning. No score. Just the start of it. Osteen to his stretch. Looks over at Perez, the 1-2 pitch to Costco in the dirt, gets behind Ferguson, but Perez hesitated and goes back to the bag. The base runner could not really see the pitch because of the umpire, catcher, and hitter. He didn't know how far away the ball had rolled. Two and two, the count to Andy Costco. George Foster, an ex-Giant, who had two home runs against the Giants, a candlestick, is on deck. Two and two the count. Osteen ready and the pitch to Costco. Low ball three. So he had him one and two. Now he's gone all the way. So a full count. Tony Perez ready to go from first base. Osteen this year is 0 and 2 with Cincinnati. 16 and 18 lifetime. 16 game winner. Has a look over at first. Perez goes. Costco it's a ground ball to Russell. Bill has time, goes to Buckner, and that's that. In the first inning, no runs. One hit, a man left. The end of half an inning, Reds nothing. Dodgers coming up.
Bottom of the first inning. The Reds turned away empty-handed. We'll set them defensively. Long Jack Billingham on the mound. Bill Plummer behind the plate in the stead of Johnny Bench. Tony Perez at first. Joe Morgan at second. Darrell Cheney at short. Dennis Menke at third. Pete Rose in left. George Foster in center. Andy Costco in right. Billingham, 18-9 and nine this year. He's beaten the Dodgers twice, going nine innings each time, allowing two earned runs in one game, three earned runs in the other. So his earned run average is 2.5. Billingham is coming off a loss. The Astros beat him 5-2 to two his last time out. His last victory was the night he hit the ball over Osteen's head to drive in three. That was the 12th of September. Now the Dodgers trying to repay the favor, and Davy Lopes will start it off. Davy hitting 291 against Cincinnati. His overall average, 270, and the hero of last night's game takes a fastball, whips out low and away, ball one. Billingham is tough on right-handers. He is downright mean on them. He's a big man who throws hard, and his right arm seems about seven feet long. There's a base hit into right field for Davy Lopes. Costco up with the ball, so Davies starts off with a single, and the batter will be Bill Buckner. Buckner has done very well against Cincinnati this year, hitting 313. That's about 40 points better than his overall average against the league. Davy Lopes standing at first base has stolen 35 bases. Buckner makes contact, so you look in this spot for a possible hit-and-run play. Billingham at the belt. Lopes does not go. The pitch outside. Buckner was around as if to bunt. 1-0. Buckner has sacrificed a half a dozen times this year. Only Lopes has bunted more. He's around the bunt, then swings and pops it up. Going over into foul ground is third baseman Menke and Lopes, who lost sight of the ball, got back to first. So they played the hit and run, but all Buckner can do is foul out, so that brings up Willie Davis. Willie has not done well against Cincinnati. He's hit only 200 against them, which is 80-some-odd points less than what he has hit against the league. So Lopes at first, one out. Davis to batter with Ferguson on deck. No score. Billingham bends to the waist now. Jack straightens up. Has a look at first. Works Willie outside. Ball one. Long Jack. He's 6'4", 215 pounder, 30 years old. He's from Orlando, Florida, but makes his home now in Cincinnati. He went from the Dodgers to Houston to the Reds. Jack ready, and the 1-0 pitch. Lopes goes, the bouncer over the mound, charging it as Cheney misses a tag, but throws to first for the out. Darrell tried to make a backhanded tag of Lopes, but he missed him. So Davis on a hit-and-run play, grounds to short, and with two down, the batter is Joe Ferguson. Fergie has done very well against Cincinnati this year. He's at 320 against the Reds. So Davy Lopes at second base with two out. Ferguson with 23 home runs and 85 RBIs. He went one for five last night, a pop fly double. 0 for three the night before. 
Billingham deals, breaking ball, low and away, ball one. The way Shula was pitching Ferguson last night, big sweeping pitches down and away, and Fergie had a lot of trouble, hit into two double plays. Well, Billingham starts him off with a sweeper, but he misses, ball one. Jack straightens up, looks at Lopes, back with another breaking ball outside, ball two. Says your car had the bounce test. It's an easy test your Union 76 dealer can do in a minute to check his shock absorbers. Ask him to do it next time you're in. 2-0, the count to Joe Ferguson. Two out in the first inning, no score. Jack Billingham trying to win his 19th. Big right-hander ready in the 2-0 pitch. Breaking ball, grounded foul. Tommy Lasorda over to get it. 2-1. So that's three curveballs to Ferguson. 2-1 the count. Augie Donatelli examines the ball and keeps it in play. Two and one. Ferguson trying to pick up Lopes. Billingham thinks better of it, backs off the rubber. Now Jack back on top again. Two balls, one strike to count. Ferguson waiting. 2-1 2-1 pitch, fastball, low. He tried to get it by him, and he missed, 3-1. Three balls and one strike to count to Joe Ferguson. Lopes at second with two out and the pitch. Breaking ball, grounded to short. Up with it is Cheney and throws him out. So that's really all he's going to get, those big sweeping curveballs, and Fergie rolled it to short. No runs to hit a man left. And at the end of an inning, no score. Second inning, no score in the ball game. The Dodgers and the Reds, each side with one hit. George Foster will start it off. Then Dennis Menke and catcher Bill Plummer. The Claude Osteen, who has had troubles in his last couple of games. One game he went three, and then twice he couldn't get out of the second inning. Now ready to work against Foster, Menke, and Plummer. George Foster, as we mentioned, formerly in the Giant organization, called up from the minors, hit a couple against the Giants. He has three home runs and eight RBIs, hitting 273. George is from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, but he makes his home in Hawthorne. He's 25. In fact, he won't be 25 until the first day of December. The Reds have a very young ball club. The Dodgers naturally have a young club, but you can sometimes overlook the fact that the Reds have really done a job of building. Osteen into the windup and delivers, way outside, ball one. The old men, so to speak, Tony Perez, he's only 31. Joe Morgan is 30. Pete Rose is 32. So they can still play. And a lot of kids. Now the 1-0 pitch on the way. Fastball low, ball two to Foster, 2-0. Right-hand batter. The outfield is fanned out just about straight away. And the 2-0 pitch on the way is high. Ball three. So Osteen missing to Foster. 3-0. A cluster of balloons sailing high up. Dramatically outlined against a dark blue sky overhead. Here's the 3-0 pitch. Foster taking a strike all the way. All he did was move around in the box to try and upset Osteen. 3-1. 
Here's a 3-1 pitch to George. Claude delivers, and it's fouled away. Upstairs off to the right, 3-2. I guess those balloons must be helium-filled. Boy, they really take off. They are slowly going out of sight. 3-2. Now the 3-2 pitch coming up. Fastball hammered up the middle. Base hit. So Osteen gives up a single to George Foster, and the batter will be the veteran, Dennis Menke. When the Dodgers had such a bad time in Cincinnati in the middle of the month, they really didn't get hurt by Joe Morgan or Johnny Bench or Tony Perez or even Pete Rose. The fellows who got the timely hits were Ed Armbruster, Ken Griffey, Darrell Cheney, and Dennis Menke. Menke hitting only 160, but the one base hit he got came at the right time. A throw to first, not in time. Menke's overall average only 188. So the fellows who didn't figure, figured for the Reds that last series in Cincinnati. Foster, good running speed, although he's not been involved in a stolen base. Osteen looks at him, now works Menke and gets a strike. 0-1. Bill Plummer, big guy from Oakland who makes his home in Anderson, is on deck. 0-1 the count to Dennis Menke. Osteen left foot on the rubber. Now at the belt. Checks Foster, comes back, and missed inside and low. 1-1 one one to Dennis Menke. Menke is 33. He's from Bancroft, Iowa, but he makes his home in Houston. Dennis for many years played with the Milwaukee Braves. One and one to Denny. Osteen looks at Foster. He goes late. Ground ball to the hole. Lopes over. Plugs it up. Throws to Buckner in time. Good play by Davey. He took a hit away from Dennis Menke. And for Menke, a little bat control. He moved his man up by hitting back of the runner. Now here's Bill Plummer. Plummer, who has not played very much, he's been in only 46 games, but of course all eyes are on him now since he has to fill in for Johnny Bench. Plummer is 6'1", 200 pounder, he's 26. He has two home runs, 11 RBIs. And on deck, Darrell Cheney, the shortstop. One out, Foster at second base, second inning, no score. And Osteen staring in, so Plummer backs out. Now Bill waiting, and Osteen up on top. Claude looks at second, now works the plate. Fastball hit over the mound, Russell charging to field it. Throws across to Buckner for the second out. On the play, Foster advancing to third. So with two down, Darrell Cheney coming up. Cheney is hitting 185. Darrell, of course, playing for Davy Concepcion, who is out with a broken ankle. So Darrell Cheney, the batter, Ferguson out to the mound to talk to Osteen for the moment. We'll pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. This is your 620 Action News Station, KTAR in Phoenix.
Here's Darrell Chaney, a switch hitter, batting left-handed. Osteen into the windup and delivers, and the pitch is low ball one. Chaney gave up the switch hitting, but it hasn't helped him any. As an exclusive left-handed batter, he's hitting 185. Last year, he hit 250 as a left-handed hitter. The 1-0 pitch, he takes a strike, 1-1. One and one. Two outs, second inning, no score. The Reds, no runs, two hits. The Dodgers, no runs, one hit. The Reds have George Foster at third. Osteen staring into Fergie while looking over to see where Foster is. And the 1-1 pitch to Cheney fouled off in the count one and two. Osteen scraping of the dirt, thinking over his pitches. Now Claude plants the left foot, looks into Ferguson. Darrell Cheney waiting at the plate with the pitcher Jack Billingham on deck. One-two pitch coming up is a breaking ball. Got him swinging, and that's it. No runs, one hit. A man left at third. At the end of an inning and a half, no score. Bottom of the second inning, no score. Willie Crawford, Ron Say, and Von Joshua in that order. Willie hitting 303. He's been on a little bit of a tear. And of course, last night, Crawford had two home runs and a double. And Willie has 14 home runs. 12 of the 14 have been hit here. And he has done very well against Cincinnati. Crawford has hit 333 against the Reds. So Willie Crawford checks in at 303. 66 RBIs. Billingham into the windup and delivers, and a breaking ball low and inside at the knees. Ball one. Billingham, big and strong. He's a definite candidate for a 20-win year, and he's very close to it this year. He's 18-9 and nine right now. Fastball on the outside corner for a strike, one and one. Billingham has good control in 273 innings. Jack has walked 85 batters. He's right on the plate. 1-1 one, one pitch on the way. Fastball hit foul into the seats back of the Dodger dugout. And the count, one and two. Billingham averaging a little more than two walks a game. Final score, Baltimore beat Milwaukee 7-4. The pitch to Willie Crawford. Fastball outside, ball two. Two and two. Well, one of our favorite people here, Dorothy Manners, the syndicated columnist for the Hearst Empire, taking in the ball game. Boy, she's a knowledgeable baseball fan, too. 2-2 two -two pitch to Crawford outside. Ball three. So Billingham gave him one breaking ball and missed, and he's been noodling with the fastball on the outside part of the plate, and he's gone all the way. Just as Billingham was working sweeping breaking stuff to Ferguson, it's the other way around to Crawford. Fastball is high. Ball four. 
That'll bring up Ron Say. Don't forget, the pork and pork products at their finest and freshest, the name that says it all is Farmer John. Ron Say has done even better than Willie Crawford against Cincinnati. He has hit two home runs, and he's hit 356 against Reds pitching. But he's up against a very rough right-hander in Jack Billingham. Willie Crawford, good base runner. He's stolen 11 out of 15. Billingham checks him and delivers. And a fastball inside. That made Say pull away. In the home run derby between the two clubs, the so-called Big Red Machine and the Little Blue Bicycle, there's only one home run difference. The Reds have hit a dozen and the Dodgers 11. The pitch to say a strike, one and one. Against the league, the Dodgers have hit 100. The Reds, 127. Dodgers have played two more games. One and one to count to say. Billingham delivers, breaking ball at state inside, ball two, two and one. The Dodgers' last series of the year, a brief two games with San Diego. The Reds' last series, three with the Giants at home in Ohio. Two and one to say. There goes Crawford. Billingham has the pitch swung on and missed, but Plummer, I think, dropped it. Although now, let's see, did they rule foul tip? Crawford gets to the bag and just did make it. There was no foul tip sign. I didn't wonder where Willie was going. He started to walk back to first, and Gilliam said, go, go, man, and they threw it, and he just did make it. That's one of those tough calls when a hitter swings and a catcher drops the ball. You're not sure. But usually, the plate umpire indicates immediately that it was a foul tip. Engel did not. Crawford still thought maybe it was and was almost caught. Instead, he has a stolen base, and the count two and two to Ron Say. Nobody out. Bon Joshua on deck. Now Billingham ready. The 2-2 pitch. Fastball outside and low. Ball three. Billingham would appear to be throwing hard enough, that's for sure. He might not be quite putting the ball where he wants to, but boy, he, as the modern player says, he is bringing it. Jack reading Plummer now straightens up. 3-2 pitch to say. Breaking ball missed. Ball four. Now, if you're Walter Alston, you have to make somewhat of a painful decision. Larry Shepard has gone out to the mound to talk to Billingham. Jack might be forcing himself a little bit, trying to get something extra. He has two on and nobody out. Yeah, Von Joshua the batter. Oh, yeah, it's easy to say have Joshua bunt. But then you have right-hand batter Russell coming up and the pitcher, Osteen. Secondly, the big reason why Joshua is playing tonight is because Billingham is so tough on right-handed batters. Tommy Lasorda will talk to Joshua while Shepard talks to Billingham. Larry might be telling Billingham to smooth out his delivery a little. Several times, Jack, in his follow-through, has wound up kind of hopping on his right foot with his side to home plate. It's not that usual delivery of his. And that could be a case of a fellow just crying a little too hard. So Shepard out to talk with him. Two on, nobody out. They pull up the corners. 
Perez and Menke. And we'll see now whether Joshua is bunting. He is swinging and instead takes a strike. He didn't turn around. 0-1 to count. Joshua hitting 234. He has bunted once this year. 0-1 to Joshua with Bill Russell on deck. Billingham a look. He's bunting now and taking outside. A throw down is under the runner into center field. The Corbett has nowhere to go. Heads up, back up by George Foster, the center fielder. Corbett was sliding back to the bag, and Plummer's throw went right under him. And Foster made a heads up, back up play to keep the Dodgers anchored at first and second. One and one to count to Vaughn Joshua. Joshua waiting, one and one to count. Billingham, a long look at Plummer, now Jack Ruddy. The 1-1 pitch, Joshua takes outside, and now they have a left-hander throwing in the bullpen. That might be Tommy Hall. Let's we'll take one quick look and know. It is. Two balls and one strike to Vaughn Joshua. Billingham at the belt. The pitch to Joshua. Swung on and hit the left field over Rose's head. He goes back. He can't get it. It bounces into the stands for a ground rule double. Crawford scores. Say stops at third on a double by Joshua. Joshua, who was in there to swing because he was left-handed, doubled over Rose's head. Second and third, nobody out. Here's Russell. Billingham's breaking ball is outside. Ball one. Hey, how about this? How about Russell walking and have Osteen hit one over Foster's head to drive in three? Would that be turnabout as fair play? One and zero to Bill Russell, and Morgan now goes to the mound. He might have been sent there by the bench. Billingham. He's not putting the ball where he wants to. We told he averages two walks a game, and he's walked two men here in the second inning. Then behind to Joshua, and Joshua doubled over Pete Rowe's head. For Vaughn, his 16th RBI and his fourth double. So Russell now trying to pick somebody up. Say at third, Joshua at second. One to nothing Dodgers in the second inning. Billingham ready, 1-0 pitch, fastball, a big bouncer speared by Menke, they've got Say hung up, the throw to Plummer, Plummer running Say to third, which will put two men there, but more for the Dodgers, Say is out, but they have runners at second and third again, because Say took just long enough in the rundown to allow Russell to get to second base. That was a fine play by Dennis Menke. That ball almost kangarooed over his head. Dennis went as high as he could and just did catch it in the webbing. Denny is an even six-footer. Wayne Anderson going across the field to talk to 
He wants to talk to Augie Donatelli. So on the rundown, and I think Sparky has a good point, with two men on, they sent Say to the dugout, and they should have sent Joshua, and that's the point. You've got a lot less speed on a fly ball. When the play began, Say was at third, so that when the play ends, it is still Say's bag. He had not been tagged out. So the runner who was out was Joshua, and for a minute, the umpires missed it. But Sparky suddenly realized, hey, wait a minute. I would much rather have Say the runner than the speedy Joshua. And he went back out and corrected the third base umpire, who only happens to be the senior umpire in the league. One out, second and third. And here is Claude Osteen. Billingham ready in the pitch. Fastball in the dirt. Scooped out by Plummer. Ball one. So Ron Say at third, Bill Russell at second. One out, one nothing Dodgers. That was a fine play by Menke. It saved two runs. Pass ball away, ball two. George Scherger trying to get the attention of right fielder Costco to bring him up, and he comes up about a half a dozen steps and more now. He was playing Osteen like he was Babe Ruth. 2-0 pitch to Claude. Fastball is a popper to short. Up with it there is Cheney in the runner's hole. So two out. So one minute, the Dodgers had second and third and nobody out. And two outs later, the same. And the batter is Davy Lopes. Davy Lopes single to right field in the first inning. Jack Billingham has won 18 ball games, and he is a mighty tough competitor. He's completed 15 out of 37, and he's trying to fight his way out of a corner here in the second inning. Jack out of a windup, and the pitch to Lopes, breaking ball, swung on and missed, 0-1. and 0-1 to counter, Davey. Say at third, Russell at second, two out, one nothing Dodgers, second inning. Billingham back to the plate, 0-1, breaking ball outside, one and one. Lopes hit a fastball for his base hit to right field. So the second time around, Billingham has given him two breaking balls in the count, one and one. Billingham's 1-1 pitch, fastball inside, driving him out of there. That's the classic pattern. Breaking balls down and away to get you lean. And then once you start to lean, high and tight. Two and one to Davey. Billingham reading Bill Plummer. The outfield straight away. The two-one pitch to Lopes. Fastball inside, ball three. On deck, Bill Buckner. Davey Lopes hitting about 271 has been a pretty hot hitter. Uh, we'll see now another decision for Walter Austin. Do you have Lopes swing three and one? Or do you hope he'll walk and let Buckner come up? Here's a 3-1 pitch to Davey. A breaking ball missed, and it's loaded for Buckner. And boy, this is a rather historic inning for Billingham to walk three. But he's got two out, and the batter is Bill Buckner. Three, three. 
Bill Butner fouled out on a hit-and-run play in the first inning. Dodgers last night did all kinds of hitting and running, but scored only three and had to go into the 12th inning before winning it. Here they've had three walks and a double for only one run. Buckner takes a strike. Bill with 46 runs batted in and 560 at-bats. Oh, and one to Buckner. Billingham back to the plate. Breaking ball fouled away, so he has Buckner right away in a hole. 0-2. Shea at third, Russell at second, and Lopes at first. one nothing Dodgers, second inning. In the inning, Crawford and Say walked, and Joshua ground rule double got Crawford home. Here's the pitch to Buckner. Strike three call. Letter high, and down he goes. And Billingham really got out of that cheaply enough. One run, three walks, a double, and a stolen base, and three men left. At the end of two, Dodgers won, Reds nothing. Two innings are in the books. The Dodgers leading the Reds one to nothing. A group of fans in the left field corner held up a large banner. It said the bike had a flat, but it's still in the race, alluding to the little blue bicycle. Well, the Dodgers leading one to nothing at the end of two. Claude Osteen and Jack Billingham. Dodgers have won four straight, six of their last eight. But they are off tonight just like they were last night. They could not come up with that killer base hit. So leading one nothing. Dodgers take the field. Let's go to the third. And for more play, here's Jerry Doggett. I believe Jack Billingham coming on. Jack hitting 0-56. He has five hits on the year and four RBIs, and the Dodgers remember well the last hit he got. A double over Davis' head into center field to drive in three runs and give the Reds a five-run inning to beat the Dodgers in Cincinnati. Fastball from Osteen high. Ball when he hit it off Osteen also. One ball, no strikes to Jack. He went something like 0 for 50 before he got that base hit. Now the pitch on the way. High in there for strike one and one. One ball, one strike to Billingham. The bottom four in the Reds batting order are hitting under 200. Menke 188, Plummer 165, Cheney 185, and Billingham 056, and he's ahead of the count now. Ball two and strike one as Osteen delivers high. Two and one the count. All right, Big Jack steps out a moment. Now he's in there again. Billingham waiting. Osteen delivers. Foul upstairs to the right. Strike two. So it's a two-and-two two count to Billingham with Pete Rose on deck. All right, Rose stepping in. And it puts one on a drive to right field. Crawford comes up. Can't play it. It's in for a base hit. So I don't know what there is about it, but Jack Billingham is two for two against Osteen as he lines a single to right field. Crawford tried to come in and catch the ball on the bounce, uh, before it bounced, but it bounced right at his knees as he skidded after it. And so Billingham is on with his sixth hit of the year. So a guy hitting 0-5-6 opens up the inning with a base hit. Pete Rose coming up. Say, when you don't have time to go to the bank, let the bank come to you. Bank by mail at Union Bank. 
Rose, fly to right, first time up. Osteen now with a look over at first, and the pitch to Pete. Foul, back upstairs, strike one. Rose leads the league in hitting with a 345 average. He leads the league in hits with 222. Boy, that's rolling up a lot of hits. In 152 games, 222 hits. He's had a fine year. All right, strike one count. Osteen working to Rose. Pitch on the way is a little low. Ball one, one and one. One ball, one strike to Pete. 222 hits is his career high. He had 218 in 1969. All right. Rose waits. Osteen delivers. Low again. Ball two. Two and one. Billingham at first with an opening single here in the third inning. Two and one. Ferguson down to give a sign. The Dodgers play the infield double play depth. The Rose is a very tough man to double up. Now the pitch. That's low. Ball three. Had a good eye on that ball. Running away from him in the outside corner. Now we'll sit there put a play on. Three and one. Rose backs out. Looks at Gramis. Now in there again. Billingham standing on the bag. Dodgers lead one to nothing. We're in the third and the Reds have a threat now. Three and one count to Rose. On deck Joe Morgan. Here's the look and the pitch on the way. That's a strike. Three and two. Three balls. Two strikes. strikes out only 6% of the time but Billingham does not go ground ball to Russell, feeds Lopes one, back to first, double play the Rose was tough to double up did a perfect double play ball right to Russell so that one goes 6-4-3 for the DP and the batter will be Joe Morgan who grounded it short his first time up Rose doesn't hit in the many double plays so he hit that one right at Russell, and he hit it hard enough. Morgan coming on, 24 home runs and 80 runs batted in for Joe, and a 285 batting average. He is also a candidate for the MVP award. He and Rose and Bench would fit into that category. All right, Morgan stepping in. Joe with 24 home runs, and of course that's a career high for him. Now the pitch, fastball low, one ball, no strikes. One and over the count. Bench leads the club in home runs with 25. Perez and Morgan each have 24. One over the count. Bench not playing tonight. He's sitting out the first of a two-day suspension. Now the 1-0 pitch to Morgan. Popped up foul off to the left of the plate. Morgan, uh, Ferguson has a play, and he makes the catch. Morgan retired. No runs to the hit, and none left on. And the score at the end of two and a half innings of play. Dodgers one, and the Reds nothing. Willie Davis will be the hitter now, so we go to play in the bottom of the third inning. Davis, Ferguson, and Crawford coming on to face Billingham. The Dodgers picked up a run in the second and left the bases loaded. In that inning, they had three walks and a double. The ground rule double was a bad break for the Dodgers. 
It cost them a run. Had the ball stayed in play, they might have been able to score one more. Davis coming on, grounded on his first time up. Second game of the series comes up tomorrow, and there will be 16,000 seats on sale at Dodger Stadium when the gates open tomorrow at 11 o'clock for the 1 o'clock game. 10,000 seats available at a dollar and a half for Sunday on sale when the gates open at noon Sunday. Also available in advance on a reserve seat basis. Davis takes low and outside ball one, one ball, no strikes. So Willie D waiting now in the third. Davis grounded out first time up. Willie with a 287 average. Good crowd tonight. Here's a breaking ball for a strike and it's one and one. The Dodgers have gone over the two million mark by 7,534 and tonight they appear to have somewhere between 40 and 45,000. Now the 1-0 pitch. Davis swings at a high hard one in on his hands. One and one. Make it a one ball two strike count to Willie. One and two. The scoreboard shows one one. Now they change it. Bob Engel is the plate umpire. Davidson, Wendelstead, and Donatelli on the bases. Bottom of the third. Here's Billingham ready and his pitch. In strike call. Fastball on the inside corner right on the hands and he's down on strike. That's about the same pitch that got Billy Buckner and Davis is complaining about that one. He jaws with Engel as he turns and walks away and here's Joe Ferguson. Fergie grounded to short. First time up. So Billingham has made two great pitches to Buckner and to Davis to get them on call strikes. In tight to the left-hand hitters. He's throwing hard. Here's the pitch to Joe. Fastball is a strike. Oh, and when he got nothing but breaking balls first time, so this time he starts off with a strike. Plummer is catching tonight instead of Bench. Now the 0-1 pitch. Low for a ball, and the count is 1-1. I would imagine Bench is not in uniform. Since he is serving a suspension, they might allow him to sit on the bench in uniform, though. One ball, one strike, one out. Breaking ball tapped up the third base side. Billingham down off the mound. Makes his play in time, and Ferguson is out. Little roller, and he's thrown out pitcher to first. There are two down now, and here's Willie Crawford hitting 3-0-3. He walked and scored his first time up. Joshua drove in the run with a double to left field. It bounced over Rose and into the lower stands. All right, Crawford waiting. Bottom of the third, Dodgers lead 1-0 over the Reds. A vital series for the Dodgers. Here's the pitch for a strike, 0-1. If the Reds win one game of the series, they will come out of it all right. The Dodgers can sweep they would get themselves right back into it. Now the 0-1 pitch to Crawford. High and tight off the glove. Ball one and strike one. The Dodgers will have a lot of work to do, however. Gullet against Sutton tomorrow and Norman against John on Sunday. And tonight they have their hands full with Billingham against Osteen. The Reds have won 94 games. The Dodgers have won 90. There's a fastball high and outside. Ball two. The San Diego Padres have eliminated the Giants. They beat the Giants in the first game of a doubleheader. The Giants can't make it now. They have only nine games left, and they're ten behind. Here's the pitch outside, ball three, three and one. The best the Giants could be uh, do now would be to win 93 games. Dodgers almost have them locked out of second place. Here's the pitch. 
Ball four, he's on with a walk for the second time. Third, make it the fourth walk given up by Billingham, and the batter will be Ron Say. Let's pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. This is KTAR in Phoenix. It's two minutes before nine o'clock. Say at bat, he drew a walk his first time up. Ronnie waiting, 242 average. He's had a good year against the Reds. Two home runs. Now the pitch runner going, swung on the miss. Plumber's throw down. It's going to be in time. Crawford is out to retire the side. Cheney over to take the throw, and the side retired. No runs, no hits, none left. And the score at the end of three innings of play. The Dodgers won, and the Reds nothing. And the Red Machine comes to bat now in the fourth, and for more play, here's Vin. All right, Jerry. Tony Perez, followed by Andy Costco, and then George Foster. One to nothing, Dodgers in the fourth. Tony had a base hit on a high throw by Bill Russell after Bill made a dazzling come up with the ball. So Perez checks in and Osteen ready to go to work. Caught into the windup and the pitch to Perez on the outside corner for a strike. Seemed to run away. Tony started after it and held up. 0-1. Osteen both feet on the rubber. Ferguson setting a target behind the plate. Strike one pitch is a soft roller up long third. Tough play for Say. Picks it up. Throws. Too late. A very close play at first that brought Walter Olsen off the bench in the dugout, but he hadn't come out of it. So Tony Perez beats the throw by Ron Say, and the batter now is Andy Costco. Costco grounded a short in the first inning. Andy waiting at the plate. Osteen ready and delivers, and it swung on and foul tipped. 0 1. One run, two hits for the Dodgers. No runs, four hits for the Reds in the fourth. One of the two Dodger hits, a double by Vaughn Joshua, but it was a tough break for Vaughn and the Dodgers because it was a ground rule double. It bounced into the stands, and Ron Say, who could have walked home, had to be sent back to third and never did get home. 0-1 to count to Costco. Osteen ready and comes back. Fastball outside. One ball and one strike. Costco waiting. Looking out from behind his left shoulder. Fastball is lined to left, and that's going to be a base hit. Joshua up with it, holding at second base is Perez. So Andy Costco, a line single to left. That puts runners at first and second. Nobody out in the Dodger bullpen. There might be some action in a moment, and there will be. Osteen is not convincing. He has given up five hits in three innings plus. He is fighting a personal four-game losing streak. 
And the Dodgers will have somebody throw immediately back of him. Doug Rao figured to be the long man tonight. Walter Alston said he wouldn't hesitate to use him. And Rao is first man up here in the fourth inning. Greg Shanahan will also throw with Rao. So Foster and Menke coming up now. Two on and nobody out. Osteen delivers and is a big bouncer over the head of Ron Say. That will get Perez home. Joshua's throw will be in time to get him. throw however kind of spin he got on the ball when the ball hit the ground it exploded you'd think he was throwing on astroturf and Vaughn Joshua throws out Tony Perez at the plate the throw was so low the runners could not take the extra base it looked like say might cut it off but then Ron let it go by and when it hit the ground it literally exploded to Ferguson and they got him the pitch, a strike to Dennis Menke. So Osteen has given up three hits, but thanks to that remarkable throw by Joshua, Claude is A, still leading, and B, still in the game. Boy, did that thing come off the ground. 0-1 to count. Menke waiting. Osteen reading Ferguson. Checks the runners. And the strike one pitch on the way. Outside, backhanded by Fergie. 1-1. One and one. Carl Ferrillo had an arm that way. It would hit the ground and just suddenly eat up an infielder if he got it too close to him. But that one, fortunately for Ferguson, bounced way out in front, and then all of a sudden it was in his glove. One and one to count. Osteen up on top, checks the runners. The one-one pitch is a slow number foul outside of third, and the count one and two. So Osteen back to work. Played umpire Bob Engel examines the ball and throws it out. Andy Costco at second base. George Foster at first. So Foster has two hits. Perez two hits. Tony's both have been infield rollers. Costco one and Billingham one. The Dodgers trying to hold on to a one to nothing lead. up on top now set at the belt one out the pitch to Menke screwball hit in the air to right center Davis however is there makes the catch and the run is hold so two down in the fourth inning and the batter is catcher Bill Plummer Olympia Beer sending it all to you have a cololi and toast that throw by Von Joshua two out and Plummer walking up Bill Plummer grounded to short in the second inning, filling a big pair of shoes in the first two games of the series, playing for the suspended Johnny Bench. Costco at second, Foster at first. Two out in the fourth inning, the Dodgers one and the Reds nothing. Osteen to a stretch. Now the pitch to Plummer. Fastball is low, ball one. His fastball is not that fast. 
occasionally Claude will have one that seems to run away from the right hand batter but he doesn't have a what you'd really call his hummer working at all tonight although Claude has never been much of a strikeout pitcher anyway the 1-0 pitch on the way is a ground ball to Russell Bill up with it to Lopes just ahead of the sliding Foster three hits no runs thanks to the remarkable throw by Vaughn Joshua who gets an ovation as he trots in from left field and he'll get a hero's greeting in the Dodger dugout he really came up with a dandy no runs, three hits, two left, and at the end of three and a half, Dodgers one, Reds nothing. Bottom of the fourth inning with the Dodgers leading the Reds one to nothing. Ron Say, Von Joshua, and Bill Russell in that order. Boy, Von Joshua, for a guy who seldom plays, has sure figured in this game. He doubled in a run, and he throws out a potential run at the plate. Now here's Say. Say walked and had to stop at third on Joshua's ground rule double. He was left of the plate when Crawford was thrown out stealing and Billingham works him low, ball one. Jack reading Bill Plummer's signs. Now the 1-0 pitch to say fastball fouled away. One and one. Dodgers one run on two hits. The Reds no runs, six hits. The Dodgers trying to perform a miracle. Here's the one-one pitch to say. Slow curve missed inside. Ball two, two and one. Dodgers start the night four and a half back. Billingham ready in the 2-1 pitch to say. Fastball. Hit to right center, but Foster is there, and George one-hands it easily. One away. Now, here is Vaughn Joshua, and boy, the folks know he's in this game. That's for sure. Don't forget, always made with the finest and with extra care, the West's own pork products from Farmer John. Joshua hit the ball over Pete Rowe's head, so Pete is not quite as shallow as he was in the second inning. Vaughn takes a breaking ball for a strike. Joshua hitting 234 at the start of the night. He didn't get much of a chance to play. Now the strike one pitch. Fastball outside, one and one. Joshua has four doubles and a triple, a home run and 15 RBIs. The 1-1 pitch, fastball, in there for a strike, one and two. That had some mustard on it, boy. That thing was letter high, and he blew it in there. One and two. Billingham cranks to the windup, and the fastball is just outside. Billingham, 6'4", 215-pounder. Now the 2-2 pitch to Joshua. Breaking ball, squirted to the hole at short. Cheney has no play. Joshua was out in front of the slow curve. And it was a pool hall shot. He hit it right off the end of the bat with English on it. And it went corkscrewing to the hole at short, and Darrell Cheney had no play at all. So Joshua, an infield single, and the batter is Bill Russell. 
Russell with runners at second and third in the second inning hit a high bouncer. If it goes into left field, the Dodgers get two more runs, but Menke made a fine play. Fastball low and outside, ball one. Joshua has good speed, and he has stolen five out of six. So they might have a hit-and-run play here. Billingham watching him. He doesn't go. Russell turns away from an inside pitch. Ball two. Two and oh. We'll see if they play hit-and-run two and oh. You're not usually thinking about anybody pitching out two and oh. But we'll see. Billingham straightens up, looks at Joshua. Bond goes. Hit and run is a pitch low, and the throw is in time to get him. A great throw by Bill Plummer. So Bond Joshua is thrown out. Plummer made a magnificent throw to Joe Morgan. It would have hit the bag if Joe's glove wasn't there. So on a 2-0 pitch, the Dodgers elected not to play hit and run. Russell took, and Joshua is nailed. So now you have two out, and the 3-0 pitch to Russell is ball four. So with two out, Russell at first, and Claude Osteen, the batter. Osteen grounded out in the second inning. Osteen at the plate. Russell off the bag, held on by Perez. The pitch to Claude outside, ball one. One and all the count. Dodgers have three hits. Billingham has walked five, but they have only one run. The pitch to Osteen is a ground ball to Joe Morgan. Little Joe has it, flips over to Perez, and that's it. No runs a hit, a man left. At the end of four, Dodgers one, Reds nothing. Fifth inning, one to nothing in favor of the Dodgers. The Dodgers have three hits, one of them a double. They've also received five walks, so Billingham very wild tonight, but he's gotten away with it. Osteen, meanwhile, has not been taking the bats out of anybody's hands. He has given up a half a dozen hits. Joshua threw a man out of the plate, so Osteen, ready to work in the fifth inning, finds himself still leading one to nothing. Darrell Cheney, the left-hand hitting shortstop, will be followed by Jack Billingham and then Pete Rose. Cheney waiting, Osteen out of a windup, and the first one on the fist, a little dunker behind the mound. Osteen picks it up, throws too late. Boy, they got a couple of dandy hits tonight. Cheney hit one that parachuted just over the mound and died on the grass. So Darrell gets a base hit that traveled about 70 feet. And that brings up Billingham. Tony Perez has a ground ball to short for a hit, a ground ball to third for a hit. Cheney has a blooper over the mound for a hit. Buckner to the mound talking to Osteen about coming over there and also about leaving the bag for a possible bunt. Billingham, who tormented Osteen with a bases loaded double in Cincinnati, picked up where he left off and singled to right in the third inning. Billingham has five hits going in. in now he has six hits and 90 at-bats. He's bunting. He got it down. 
Osteen has to make his play to Davy Lowe. So the sacrifice works. And now they have some hitters coming up, Rose and Morgan. So that little blooper by Darrell Cheney. Cheney is hitting 185. But now you have Pete Rose hitting 345. And Joe Morgan hitting 285. So Osteen and a jam. He's had men on in every inning. However, in this instance, he was just victimized by a little bad break. But now he has to get Rose. Pete has flied to right and hit into a double play. 0 for 1. Osteen delivers and the pitch is low. Ball 1, 1 and 0. Bob Engel will put a new ball in play. Don't forget your account manager at Union Bank. He's the man who can help you get the best of the bank for the good of your business. 1 and 0 to Pete Rose. Pete with 222 hits. Osteen ready. Looks at Cheney, comes back to Rose, who lines it to right, but Crawford backs up and makes the catch. Cheney goes to the bag and now moves on to third, and Lopes can handle the throw. So Rose really ripped it. And Cheney, it was easy for Darrell to tag up and move over because Crawford was backpedaling away from the infield. Now, that thing was really hit. That's what drives ballplayers crazy. Cheney gets a base hit with a 70-foot fister that lands behind the mound. And Rose almost breaks the ball, and he's out. The batter now is Joe Morgan. Morgan has Morgan grounded has to short and fouled out. out. On deck, Tony Perez. The Reds had a man at first in the first inning, a runner at second, and then at third in the second inning. They had a man out of the plate in the fourth inning. They have a man at third again here in the fifth inning. The pitch to Morgan checked his swing, and it's low, ball one. Dodgers one run, three hits. The Reds no run, seven hits. Little Joe waiting at the plate. Osteen back with a pitch that's inside, moving him out of there, ball two. Morgan has 80 runs batted in. Joe not quite ready to get back up again. He's checking with Alex Grammis, the third base coach. Two balls and no strikes to count. Say is up inside the bag at third. The outfield panned out straight away. Osteen looks over at third, goes to the windup, and the 2-0 pitch is a high pop-up in the infield. Let's see who's directing traffic. It's Bill Russell who takes over and makes the catch. Say and Buckner had originally called, but Russell, who is definitely someday going to captain his club, just took charge and handled it. No runs, one hit. A man left at third, and at the end of four and a half, Dodgers one, Reds nothing. Bottom of the fifth inning with the Dodgers one run, three hits, and no errors. The Dodgers have left five. The Reds no run, seven hits. They have left six and have had a man thrown out of the plate.
Davey Lopes, Bill Buckner, and Willie Davis in that order here in the fourth inning. Lopes single to right and walk, so he's one for one. Billingham has been on the wild side. Bends a curve and it's hit just foul. On a broken bat, Davey will have to get another. He cracked the handle. 0-1 the count. So Davey pulled it just foul and it cost him a bat. Dodgers had the bases. Well, they had runners at second and third and a run over in the second inning and couldn't get any more. And the Reds have had men everywhere and have been unable to score. So the Dodgers leading 1-0 in the fifth inning. Owen one to Davey Lopes. Billingham ready and delivers. Fastball down and away. One ball, one strike. Billingham's 1-1 pitch to Davey Lopes. Fastball, a little blooper right to Tony Perez, the first baseman, so that'll do it for Davey. One out and Bill Buckner coming up. Buckner has fouled out and struck out. Buckner is 0 for 2. Buckner called out on strikes with the bases loaded in the second inning. Billingham delivers. Fastball gets the outside corner for a strike. 0 and 1 the count. On deck, Willie Davis. 1 0 Dodgers. Fifth inning, Jack Billingham and Claude Osteen. The strike one pitch on the way. Fastball swung on and missed. Strike two. For the Dodgers, there's more pressure on them tonight than they would feel in the World Series because in the World Series, there's no such thing as a loser. The melon is full and rich for both sides. But boy, when you're trying to win a playoff, there's nothing for the loser right now. Buckner holds up in a pitch inside, ball one, one and two. Oh, sure, there's a share of the pot, so to speak, but it isn't anywhere close to what it could be. Here's the one-two pitch to Buckner. Breaking ball hit foul off the end of the bat. Still one and two. Billingham, in his games against the Dodgers, last time he walked only one. The game before, he walked four. So he has walked as many in four innings tonight as he walked in previous 18 against the Dodgers. He walked five. The crowd is roaring over a paper airplane. People have strange ways of getting their kicks. One and two to count. So Buckner back up to the plate. Billingham turns, checks the outfield. Now looks back at Buckner. Jack Ruddy and the one-two pitch. High, ball two. Billingham is 18 and 9. Right-hander checking with Bill Plummer and the 2-2 pitch. Fastball, full foul down the right field line. Boy, Buckner had to have a quick bat to get that one because that was inside. With two strikes, he couldn't afford to tell whether he was going to catch the corner or not. And he hit it around a corner. He hit it right over his right shoulder. Two balls, two strikes. One out, fifth inning, dodges one, reds nothing. Now the pitch of the plate. Fastball, a one-hopper in the left center, base hit. 
The Buckner singles with one out, and Willie Davis, the batter. Olympia Beer, sending it all to you. Willie Davis, grounded out and struck out, called out on strikes his last at-bat. Buckner off the bag, held on by Perez, and a slow curve moves on the outside corner for a strike. And Willie, muttering, picks up a handful of dirt and takes a little walk. 0-1. Big slow curve that just suddenly moves across and catches the outside corner after you have given up on it, figuring that it had to miss. Willie back up, 0-1. Billingham looks at Buckner. The pitch to Willie is hit foul off third down the line and out of play. That'll slice back in amongst the customers behind the auxiliary scoreboard. So Davis is right away in a hole, 0-2. 2 to Davis. Right-handed Billingham delivers. Slow curve, and he missed with it that time. It just stayed outside. One and two. Billingham has walked five from a fellow who averages two walks a game. But the Dodgers have been unable to take advantage of it. They do lead one to nothing. One-two pitch to Davis. Fastball and a ground ball to Perez. He steps on the back. The tag by... Cheney on a rolling block by Buckner, and Cheney tagged him and just pushed him off, and that's that. Buckner, in going into second, I don't believe Buckner was aware that Perez had stepped on the bag. So Buckner was thinking only of breaking up a double play, not knowing that when he was tagged, that was the second out. So Davis grounds into a double play 3-6, and I'm sure Buck wasn't just trying to hurt Cheney. He was still thinking of breaking up a double play. End of five, Dodgers one, Reds nothing. Plenty of tickets left for both tomorrow's game with the Reds and Sunday's game as well. For tomorrow, more than 5,000 reserve seats at 250, and there'll be 14,000 general admission seats at $1.50 on sale when the gates open at 11 a.m. For Sunday, gates open at noon, still upwards of 10,000 general admission seats being sold on a reserve seat basis at $1.50. Don't miss the final two games of the regular 1973 season. Don Gullett, Don Sutton tomorrow, Freddie Norman and Tommy John on Sunday. All right, more play, here's Vinny. All right, Jerry, sixth inning, one to nothing Dodgers. I think there was a little bad blood and perhaps a misunderstanding on the last out in the fifth inning. And it appears that the Reds were really angry in their dugout when they came off the field. Tony Perez hits one foul down the line out of play. It looked from up here as if Joe Morgan had hollered out to Buckner from the dugout. Whether Bill heard him or not is another story. But again, we repeat, Buckner went in, he threw a rolling block at Cheney. But I think he thought he was breaking up a double play. The strike one pitch to Perez outside when actually the tag was the second out of the double play. But the Reds just thought that Buckner came in unusually hard. Cheney was kicked on the right hand a little bit, but he was not spiked. The 1-1 pitch is hit back right through Osteen and into center field. That's the eighth hit. Osteen is pitching a game where, in all honesty, you can't believe he'll make it out of each inning. But here he goes into the sixth, and we'll pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. 
Missing the Dodger baseball on the 620 action station. KTOR, Mix. So Claude Osteen has surrendered eight hits, and the batter is Andy Costco, grounded to short and singled. The Dodgers somehow trying to play the shell game with the Reds, holding on to a one to nothing lead. Costco hits a ground ball down to Russell. He feeds Lopes, and he doubles him at first. Boy, I tell you what, little Davy Lopes had a run for his life at second base. Tony Perez was not only going to try and break up a double play, he was going to answer for Buckner's rolling block at Cheney, and if he had gotten any part of Lopes, he would have knocked him into the bleachers. But Davy was just able to avoid Perez and get the double play. Tony is 6'2", 205 pounds, and he was out there looking for the second baseman. So two out, and here is George Foster, and boy, there's action, even though it's a one-to-nothing game. Foster is two for two. Osteen into the windup, works the plate, and it's whacked to right center field, and it's nobody there. Chasing it is Davis and Crawford. Crawford gets the ball first, a long double for George Foster. And Osteen is doing it with mirrors up to here. Nine hits and no runs. But you wonder just how much longer he can hang on. Dodgers will get somebody up in the bullpen. Nine hits in five and two-third innings. And the batter is Menke, grounded out and fly to center. Doug Rao got up in the early going. And Doug is going to get up again. Here's Menke. 0 for 2. Foster at second with two out. Osteen ready and delivers. Fastball roll towards short. Russell up with it. Fires to Buckner and they got him. And somehow Osteen has dodged another bullet. He gives up a single and a double but no runs. And at the end of five and a half, Dodgers won. Reds nothing. Bottom of the sixth inning, the Dodgers hanging on to a one-to-nothing lead. The totals are eyebrow-raising. The Dodgers one run, four hits. The Reds, no runs, nine hits. They've had a man thrown out of the plate. They have left at least one man in every inning. They've left seven in six innings. And Joe Ferguson will start it off. Ferguson, grounded to short, hit back to the box. He gets a fastball low, ball one. He doesn't get many fastballs to swing at. Most of the stuff he's been getting, breaking balls, down and away. Billingham comes back to him, 1-0, breaking ball, punched slowly by the mound. Morgan charging, shovels, and beats him despite a head-first slide. Ferguson must be getting sick and tired of that breaking ball down and away. He hit that one off the bat, and Morgan made a good play to get him one away. And the batter, Willie Crawford. You see Fergie coming back and Crawford coming up. It looks like the old gas house gang. The uniforms are very dirty. Crawford has walked, scored the only run of the game, walked again, and was thrown out stealing. Billingham ready. Delivers. Fastball. Whacked to right center field. Racing over his Costco. It's off the top of the wall. Willie on his way for a double, and he's in there standing. He just missed hitting it out, 
the Dodgers, I think, are claiming that he might have hit it out. And Walter Olsen is on the steps of the dugout. Carver standing at second. I think the Dodgers are claiming that the ball might have hit a railing behind the right center field wall. But the umpires just ruled that the ball was in play. And so Carver is at second base with a double. Gilliam is talking to Harry Wendelstead. It was his play to call. The second base umpire has to call the balls up the power alleys. And Gilliam arguing along with Walter Alston. The Dodgers don't stand a chance of this. But Alston continues to talk to Wendelstead. Willie hit a line drive. Now they call the first base umpire Dave Davidson over. And we'll see the result of this. So Gilliam is pointing out towards the area, and you know that's what he's saying, that the line drive had hit a pipe or railing and came back. But Harry Wendelstadt, the second base umpire, said no, it hit the top of the fence. So a runner at second with one out, and the batter will be Ron Say. Ron Say walked and flied to center. So Willie Crawford was hitting 303. Now double, so he's a blazing hot hitter. For the Dodgers, their second double. Here's Say with Joshua on deck. Billingham at the belt. Fastball over at the knees for a strike. Say walked and lined out to center fielder George Foster. Dodgers one, Reds nothing. Bottom of the sixth, one away. Dodgers fighting for their lives. Billingham straightens up. Now the strike one pitch. Breaking ball hit into left field, but Crawford hesitated, and they're going to have to hold him at third as Rose has it cut off by Menke. Willie naturally, on a ball hit to the hole, has to wait until it gets through. And with Menke and Cheney, that moment's hesitation prevented him from scoring. They'll say singles, Crawford at third, and it's up to Joshua. The Reds will get somebody throwing in a moment in their bullpen as they begin to move around. Billingham is due to bat third when Cincinnati hits in the seventh inning. So once again, it's Von Joshua. He doubled in the only run, and he threw out a man at the plate. Joshua is two for two. The infield is halfway up. And Billingham bends at the waist to get a sign. Jack fought his way out of a tough spot in the second inning. Right-hander works, and it's a slow curve for a strike. Pedro Barbone throwing in the Cincinnati bullpen. So Joshua looking at a floater for a strike on one. Tommy Hall, the left-hander, throwing with Bourbon in the Cincinnati bullpen. Joshua waiting. Billingham back to him. Slow curve, swung on and missed, and the bottom seemed to come out of that thing. 0-2. Of course, for Joshua, he doesn't get much of a chance to play. He's probably pressing a little. He doubled over Rowe's head and singled to the hole at short in his other two trips. Say at first, Crawford at third, one out in the sixth, one nothing Dodgers. Billingham straightens up, and a strike two pitch. Breaking ball waved out and missed. He kept it away from him and struck him out. 
So Jack Billingham gets a big out, striking out Joshua, and the batter is Bill Russell. So the Dodgers had Buckner strike out with the bases loaded in the second inning. After the Dodgers had second and third and nobody out, they couldn't get anybody home. Now they have first and third, one out, and Joshua strikes out. So here's Russell. Fielder's choice in a walk. Billingham ready, and the pitch. Fastball outside, ball one. Jack using his fastball sparingly. He gave Joshua a lot of junk to strike him out. Three strikeouts for Billingham. Now the 1-0 pitch to Russell. Fastball hit foul up along third in the count one and one. Sugar again calling Andy Costco up in right field. What when you're in a dugout, you always have to keep an eye on your outfielders, especially when you have a left-hand hitter followed by a right-hand hitter or vice versa, because outfielders have a habit of moving to a position and then just staying there, forgetting that the other hitters come up. Russell pulls one foul on the count one and two. So Costco played the left-hand hitting Joshua reasonably deep and then didn't move when the right-hand hitting Russell came up. But the coaches in the dugout are always checking, so they brought him up. One and two, the count to Bill Russell. Outfielders live in terror of the ball hit over their heads anyway. The one-two pitch to Russell is a bounce at a third foul. When a fellow is an outfielder, as opposed to an infielder, an outfielder instinctively takes a step backwards when a ball is hit. An infielder instinctively takes a step forward when a ball is hit. And that's the biggest habit to break when you're converting one to the other. Russell waiting, one ball, two strikes. Billingham ready. Jack Deals, breaking ball, got him looking, and he threw a dandy. He just skidded one over the plate after some fastballs. He had Russell set up, and he took the bat right away from him. I made no mistake about it. Jack Billingham has won 18 in the big leagues. He knows how to pitch. The Dodgers have Joshua and Russell strike out and leave first and third. At the end of six, Dodgers won, Reds nothing. The totals through six. The Dodgers one run, six hits and no errors. The Reds, no runs, nine hits and no errors. Quite a duel between Claude Osteen and Jack Billingham, although it is not what you would call the artistic duel where the pitchers are retiring hitters with a great deal of regularity. It's the other way around. The pitchers are getting out of trouble, particularly Claude Osteen, who somehow or other has been dodging for six innings. He's given up nine hits. Let's go to the seventh and see whether he can continue. And for more play, here's Jerry. All right, Benny, he has the bottom of the order, Plummer, Cheney, and Billingham to go. And to carry the thought a little further, neither side has been retired in order, although the Dodgers had only three batters in the third. Crawford was cut down trying to steal as a roller, hit the third base, it'll go foul ball. So Plummer rolls one foul up the third baseline. So the Dodgers have had hits in every inning except in the third, and they had a walk in that inning, but only three batters. The Reds have had hits in every inning, three of them in the fourth, and they didn't score. Nine hits for the Reds, six hits for the Dodgers. The Dodgers, though, have received five walks. So apparently when they have to, Billingham and Osteen really are tough in the clutch. 
All right, Plummer will come back to go again. Plummer hitting 165. Cheney on deck and Billingham to follow. A tense struggle here between two fine teams. The Reds have won 94. The Dodgers have won 90. Here's the pitch on the way. Bouncing ball toward Russell. Bill waits for it. Here's his play. It is in time easily for the out. Plummer down one away. The batter will be Cheney. Only four teams in the big leagues have won 90 games or more. The other two would be Oakland with 90 and Baltimore with 90. The Dodgers with 90 and Cincinnati 94. We're going to have a hitter for Cheney, apparently. Bobby Tolan is out in the on-deck circle. And he's going to hit now. So Cheney will not come on, and Bobby Tolan will. Jack Billingham is on deck. Armbruster puts on a batting helmet. He comes out on deck. Apparently he's going to bat for Billingham. So they're going to go to the bench here now in the late innings. So Bobby Tolan bats for Cheney, and Armbruster's out on deck to bat for Billingham. Dodgers lead 1-0, one away in the seventh inning. Sparky now going to the reserves. Here's the pitch to Tolan. Inside with a breaking ball. One and ball, no strikes. Tolan hitting 206. He's in the Cincinnati doghouse as far as the front office is concerned. He had quite a run in with some of the front office personnel. Now the windup and the 1-0 pitch. Low and away, ball two. So it's 2-0, oh, the count to Bobby Tolan. He has won several games as a pinch hitter. He has seven game-winning RBIs this year, and he has a total of 51. The pitch, ground ball to first, it'll go foul. Strike one, ball two to Bobby Tolan. Bobby, of course, is a local boy. He and Willie Crawford and Bobby Watson all went to high school together. There is speculation now, of course, that Bobby might be with another club next year. Two and one count. Tolan waits. Holstein checking sign. Now the pitch on the way. Ground ball to the right side. Up with it is Lopes. Juggles, retrieves, throws to Buckner in time. That ball ran up by uh, Lopes' hand, but he was able to make the play and get Tolan for the second out. Now we'll have Armbrister batting. Ed Armbrister will bat for Billingham. Armbrister has been a big help since being called up from the minor leagues. He's hitting 320, one home run and five RBIs, and he helped beat the Dodgers a game in Cincinnati. So Armbrister now replaces Billingham. Jack worked six innings, allowed one run, six hits, struck out four, and walked five. So Billingham, another fine performance, and he leaves one to nothing. Dodgers leading. There's a fly ball to center field. Davis coming on the run to make the catch for the out to retire the side. The Armbrister lines to Davis. They're all gone in the seventh. No runs, no hits, no errors. None left. And the score at the end of six and a half innings of play. Dodgers one and the Reds nothing. A dandy souvenir bargain package offered by Danny Goodman for $2 and no extra charge for mailing. The new Dodger publication, all-time Dodger greats. 20 Dodger playing pictures. 
a set of National League club pennants and a Dodger batting glove. Send orders to Danny Goodman, Dodger Stadium, Los Angeles, 9-0-0-12, only $2. Ed Crosby takes over at shortstop, batting eighth, and Tommy Hall, batting ninth, will take over the pitching. So the Reds make two changes after hitting for Cheney and Billingham, and Osteen gets the side out in order for the first time tonight. The Dodgers start with Osteen, Lopes, and Buckner against the left-hander Tommy Hall. Hall has won seven, lost five. He has started seven games. This is his 51st appearance. Earned run average is 3.55, and he has eight saves. The Reds have a three-man bullpen, Hall, Carroll, and Borbone. Borbone has been in 75 games, Hall 51 games, and Carroll 49 games. Carroll has saved 13 and won eight, but he started a few games, five. Borbone has not started a game. Hall has started seven, and Hall has eight saves. Borbone has 12. All right, Osteen will be the batter against Tommy Hall, slender left-hander from Riverside. Hall is a strikeout pitcher. Came out of the American League, the Minnesota organization, to the Reds. Here's the windup and the pitch on the way. Osteen a swing and a pop fly down the left field line near the foul line. Rose coming fast, loses his cap, makes the play for the out. So one pitch, one away as Osteen fouls to Rose in left field. That will bring on Davey Lopes. Lopes has singled, walked, and popped up. You know, a stunt school for kids taught by a real movie stuntman is a weekend feature of the Universal Studios Tour. Why not take your kids and charge the tickets to your Union 76 credit card? Davey Lopes at bat, one for two tonight. Dodgers lead one to nothing in a real thriller. Ground ball to the left of short. Crosby up with it on one hand. Now makes his throw in time for the out. The ball almost got away from Ed, but he was able to stay with it and make the play. So two pitches, two outs. Tommy Hall. And here's Bill Buckner at bat. Has fouled out, struck out, and singled. Billingham did some great clutch pitching in the second. He struck out Buckner with the bases loaded. And then he got Osteen to ground out in the fourth, but he got Joshua and Russell on strikes in the sixth inning with runners at first and third. Here's a curve to Buckner, and it is strike one. On one the count. Tommy Hall into the windup, and his pitch to Billy Bucks. Swung on a high hard one, strike two. Buckner appeared to go for a ball around the eyes. Of course, when you sit up here and look down, it's hard to tell exactly where it is. 0-2 the count to Billy. Now the windup in the pitch. Ground ball to the right side off the fist. Wide of first Perez. Page Hall in time for the out to retire the side. So Buckner is out. First base to the pitcher covering and the side retired 1-2-3 in the seventh. The score at the end of seven. Dodgers one and the Reds nothing. All right, we go along into the eighth inning. It is one to nothing, Dodgers leading. Osteen now set to go to the top of the order for more players then. All right, Jerry. For Claude Osteen, it has been quite a battle for him, but he has reached the eighth inning. He has given up nine hits, but no runs. Joshua had a man thrown out at the plate. And we're ready to go in the eighth. Rose. 
So Pete Rose, Joe Morgan, and then Tony Perez. Meanwhile, the Dodger bullpen is steamed up and ready. As Rose checks in, he flied to right, hit into a double play line to right, and takes a strike. When he made out in the fifth inning, he really drilled it. But Willie Crawford went back to haul it in. 0-1 to Rose. Stay right at the bag at third. To strike one pitch, he turned it over low. 1-1. One and one. one run, six hits for the Dodgers. The run came in the second inning. Willie Crawford walked and stole second, and Joshua's ground rule double got him home. The Reds had a man thrown out at the plate in the fourth inning. Rose looks at a strike. One and two. Speed back up to the plate. Osteen very carefully shuffling his cards, trying somehow to come up with the right one. The one-two pitch is a poker over the mound. In front of the bag comes Russell to field it. Throw him out. And so gracefully, boy, has he become a shortstop. One away. And the batter is Joe Morgan. Joe Morgan has grounded to short, fouled out, and popped up. He's 0 for 3. Well, for Osteen, he has given up nine hits, but he has kept the mighty Adam, Pete Rose, off the bases. Now here's another Adam, Joe Morgan. Claude looks to Ferguson. Now the left-hander into the windup and delivers. And it swung on and missed. Looked like a little slider that just danced away off the end of the bat. 0-1. One. one out, eighth inning, one nothing Dodgers. Osteen again, back of the rubber, deep in thought. Now he goes to the windup. The strike one pitch on the way. Breaking ball and a high fly ball to deep right field. Crawford going back on the track and makes the catch in front of the Cincinnati bullpen. Little Joe came about four feet or less of tying it up. Two down in the eighth inning. The batter is Tony Perez. Perez has three hits. One was a slow roller to short. One was an even slower roller to third. And then last time up in the sixth inning, he singled up the middle. Osteen delivers. Fastball whacked to left center field. That's going to go through to the wall. Davis jogging after it, recovers the bounce and gets it in. But it's a stand-up double for Perez. Once more, Osteen has given up an extra base hit. He has allowed 10 hits. No runs yet will force the station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. This is your 620 Action News Station in Phoenix, KTAR. in the Dodger bullpen two men heating up Andy Costco will be the batter and Walter Austin has gone to the mound Osteen has pitched a 10 hit shutout for seven and two third innings the Dodgers have Doug Rao and Jim Brewer and Austin talking 
Now turns, and it's going to be up to Osteen. You know, when you talk about Claude Osteen to Walter Alston, he always points to, uh, I guess, the most memorable day in his mind. It was a series in Pittsburgh in a very bitter pennant race where the Dodgers were in Pittsburgh and had a doubleheader on Saturday, and they had to win a game. And in that doubleheader, the Dodgers had Koufax in one game and Drysdale in the other, and the Dodgers lost both games. And it was Osteen who came back the next day to win it. And it's Osteen that Alston has pointed to to try and win a big one tonight. And now he's faced with a challenge. Perez is fourth hit. Costco one for three at the plate. Andy, veteran outfielder. Osteen at the belt. Claude deals and he's low and away. Turned it over. Ball one. The Dodgers one run, six hits. The Reds no runs. Ten hits. The Reds have used Bobby Tolan and Ed Armbrister as pinch hitters. They still have many more. One and oh, the count to Costco. Osteen ready, and the one old pitch on the way. Outside, ball two. He is certainly not challenging Costco, but he doesn't have any kind of a fastball to challenge a right-handed batter anyway. Claude tonight. Somehow has escaped one jam after the other. Costco waiting. Now Claude to the stretch. And the 2-0 pitch, Sandy. Osteen's fastball is grounded to Russell. Bill waits for it. Throws to Buckner and got him. And Osteen has survived another spot. No runs, one hit, a double for Tony Perez, and at the end of seven and a half innings, the Dodgers won, the Reds nothing. Bottom of the eighth inning with the Dodgers leading one to nothing, Willie Davis, Joe Ferguson, and Willie Crawford, and left-hander Tommy Hall on the mound. Hall, who picked up for Billingham in the seventh inning, is seven and five with the league. The left-hander's first pitch is tapped foul at the plate, 0-1. Big breaking ball. Willie tried to pull it and pulled it inside the batter's box, 0-1. The paid attendance tonight, 46,308. The Dodgers went over the 2 million mark for the ninth time last night. Tommy Hall ready in the strike one pitch on the way. Fastball, and he missed with it, 1-1. One when the Reds bat in the ninth inning, they are due to send up George Foster, who is 3 for 3, Dennis Menke, 0 for 3, Bill Plummer, 0 for 3. Rather, 1-1 pitch to Davis. Breaking ball, foul back, and the count 1 and 2. Willie Davis at the plate, one and two the count. Tommy Hall was 10 and one last year. His fastball is fisted foul into the crowd off to the left of the plate. He really tied up Willie with a good fastball. Tommy is remarkable. You look at little Joe Morgan and you wonder where in the world he gets his power. You look at Tommy Hall and you wonder how a fellow his size can throw the ball so hard. He's only 
160 pounds. The next one is a blooper to shallow center, but little Joe Morgan will make the catch. Davis lost his bat. It went 30 feet up along third base, and he pops out. One down, and Joe Ferguson, the batter. The Dodgers have a half a dozen hits, but the numbers three and four batters are hitless. That means Davis and Ferguson. The only run, a ground rule double by Von Joshua, scored Willie Crawford from second base. Pitch to Fergie. Fastball high, ball one. Left-hand hitting Crawford will be facing Hall next. Fergie at least will not have to look at that breaking ball that's been going down in a wave all night. The 1-0 pitch, way outside, ball two. Looked like Hall might have tried to turn it over. Tommy is from Thomasville, North Carolina. He's 25 years old. He'll be 26. Now the 2-0 pitch to Ferguson, inside and high, 3-0. I would bet a year's supply of anything that Ferguson would be allowed to swing 3-0 right now, but it's a question he's not going to swing unless he likes the location of the pitch. All deal, swung on and missed. That was the easiest bet in the world, 3-1. If Fergie was swinging 3-0, and oh, he has the green light 3-1. and one. All deals, he swings and misses 3-2. and two. Paul, a strikeout pitcher. Tommy last year in 124 innings struck out 134 batters. Ground ball hit wide a third. Menke is up with it and throws out Ferguson. So Davis and Ferguson draw blanks. Two out, and the batter, Willie Crawford. Willie has two walks and a double. Last night, he had a walk, a double, and two home runs. So he's a hot hitter as he stands at the plate. Hall delivers fastball for a strike. Charlie Huff and Eddie Solomon throwing in the Dodger bullpen. Here's the strike one pitch. Swung on and missed strike two. Hall, a strikeout pitcher this year, is a little bit underneath strikeouts per innings pitch. He's worked 100 innings, and he has 93 strikeouts. 0-2 the count to Willie Crawford. Tom checking. Now to the windup and the strike two pitch. Just outside with a little slider, ball one, one and two. 46,308. Hope you'll be with us tomorrow. Remember a one o'clock game, Don Sutton and Don Gullett. One-two pitch to Crawford, fastball. Got him swinging. That'll do the Dodgers in the eighth inning. Well, don't go wandering off. At the end of eight, Dodgers one, Reds nothing. As we go to the ninth inning, Tom Peshorek now takes over for Von Joshua in left field. And looking down in the Cincinnati dugout, George Foster will lead off the inning. Dan Dreesen has a bat in his hands. But Dreesen is not coming out on deck. Menke is. So I'm not sure whether Dreesen is hoping to hit for Plummer or Crosby. But we do know he has a bat in his hand. Dreesen, a fine hitter, batting 304. Uh, we might see him. 
George Foster has two singles and a double. He is three for three. Osteen has given up ten hits in eight innings. Tony Perez has four hits, and George Foster has three. The Reds had a man thrown out at the plate in the fourth inning. And now Osteen going to work in the ninth. Claude Ruddy, change, and he missed with it. Ball one. One-nothing Dodgers, ninth inning. The Reds have had men everywhere. The 1-0 pitch, fastball low, ball two. Claude retired the side in order only in the seventh inning. That was the bottom three in the lineup. And the Reds then used two pinch hitters. 2-0 to George Foster. Osteen deals, fastball belted to left center field. That should go all the way. It's gone. you can press your luck just so much. And George Foster, who hit two home runs against the Giants yesterday, reaches the seats in the ninth inning to get Cincinnati even. On their 11th hit, the Reds' first run, and we're all tied up 1-1. And the batter now, Dennis Benke. Osteen delivers outside, ball one. It is a miracle, believe me, that he could have gone eight innings without giving up a run. It's a miracle that he's still out there. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Ground ball wide a third. Russell backhands. Menke a slow runner. Bill throws him out. One down in the ninth. Bill Plummer the batter. And then Ed Crosby. So George Foster... Goes four for four, two singles, a double, and then a ninth-inning home run. Osteen, what has made him particularly questionable tonight, and yet you marvel at how he's gone this far. He doesn't look like he has much of a fastball at all. The pitch to Palmer is swung on and missed on one. He has one strikeout. That was Darrell Cheney back in the second inning. And he's been just thinking and outthinking Cincinnati, and he finally got caught. Pitch outside, one and one. Jim Brewer is throwing in the Dodger bullpen. Now the one-one pitch on the way. Swung on and missed. Seemed to turn it over so that the bottom dropped out of it. One and two. When the Dodgers bat in the ninth, they have Ron Say, Tom Peshorek, and Bill Russell. Here's the one-two pitch coming up. Fastball outside, ball two. Had the Dodgers gotten a timely hit or so, Osteen would have gotten away with all of it. But Buckner struck out with the bases loaded in the second after Russell and Osteen had runners at second and third and couldn't budge them. Here's the two-two pitch. Swung on and missed strike three. Plummer chasing what appeared to be the sinker. That's the second strikeout for Claude. And the batter now is Ed Crosby. Ed Crosby coming up for his first at-bat. 
Crosby, left-hand hitter, long and lean. Crosby looks at a strike on one. The Dodgers, one run, six hits. The Reds, one run, 11 hits, including two doubles and a home run. Here's the strike one pitch to Crosby. In there again, strike two. Broad back of the rubber, now up on top. Here's the strike two pitch to Crosby. Breaking ball, punch foul off third. Say will not have a play. He comes over, but it's back in a half a dozen rows. Oh, a 1-1 tie in the ninth. A ninth-inning home run by George Foster. Don't forget, it'll be Ron Say, Tom Peshorek, and Bill Russell's spot in the bottom of the ninth against left-hander Tommy Hall. Here's the strike two pitch to Crosby. Osteen's breaking ball is a ground ball to Buckner. He's up with it, goes to the bag, and that's it. But it is a run. And the score at the end of eight and a half. The Dodgers won, the Reds won. Say, don't look now, but the days are shrinking. So, unfortunately, is the baseball season. But while some good things must suffer an inevitable fate, there's one thing that goes on and on, the enjoyment of fresh pork. No matter what time of year, pork is always the most flavorsome and satisfying fresh meat in your market. But as they say, there's no time like the present. So jot down pork on your shopping list now. Then to be sure of pork at its strictly fresh best, give it a name. Farmer John Pork. Indeed, there's a difference. Today, most packers ship their pork in frozen or in cold storage. But Farmer John still brings the eastern corn-fed porkers out here live and dresses the meat fresh right here in the West. Taste this extra freshness in one of Farmer John's boneless fresh legs of pork. All meaty, marvelous fresh pork with no bone and no waste. Get the whole leg or a smaller roast, but just remember to ask for a Farmer John boneless fresh leg of pork. The only roast of its kind ever to win a gold medal at the California State Fair. Bottom of the ninth inning, a 1-1 tie. The Reds, one run, 11 hits. Waited until the ninth inning to get the run. The Dodger only run came in the second inning. So Billingham has nothing to do with this one. It's Tommy Hall and Claude Osteen. The Dodgers with right-hand batters, Say, Peshorek, and Russell coming up against Tommy Hall. Hall, a strikeout pitcher, he has also this year been bitten by the home run ball. He has averaged about one home run per nine innings. One reason why he is 7-5 and five, as opposed to last year when he was 10-1. and one. So Say at the plate, and Hall delivers. Fastball, foul back out of play. That goes straight upstairs behind the plate. 0-1. 46,308, and they're seeing a dandy. 1-1 in the ninth. Ball back up on top. Skinny left-hander goes to the windup, and the strike one pitch to say. Ground ball to third. Menke backhands, flips across, one away. So the Dodgers, who are just coming off a 12-inning game, are faced with that unhappy prospect of going into overtime again, unless they can do something. And the batter is Tom Peshorek. Peshorek just got into the ball game. He's hitting 250. 
He came in to play left field in the top of the ninth, and now here he is hitting. That's a tough spot. Breaking ball, a strike, going one. That's about as cold as you can be sitting on the bench, and then suddenly you have to hit in the ninth. The strike one pitch to Tom. Swung on and missed, strike two. The Shorek, three home runs, 10 RBIs. Ball strike two pitch on the way. Fastball low and inside. Bill Russell on deck. A 1-1 tie in the ninth. Here's the 1-2 pitch to Pesciorek. Hall delivers. Fastball high, a little inside as well. Ball two. Hall is due to lead off if there be an extra inning. So Clay Carroll throws back of him now in the Reds' bullpen. The pitch to Pesciorek. Breaking ball low. Ball three. Pesciorek has walked a half a dozen times and he has struck out 30 times. And he's up there now three and two. Already here he comes. Swung on and fouled away. All in his 51st game. Bourbon has been in 75 games. Of course, the Reds one year used Wayne Granger in 90 games. 3-2 pitch. Fouled off first base and down the line. Perez might have a play. He comes over to the scoreboard and drops it. He one-handed it, but he had to see where he was. He was kind of groping in the dark, and the ball spilled out of his glove. So Pesciorek has a chance. There's no error on the play. It's a tough play at any time, particularly for a visiting player. Doesn't know the terrain that well. So Pesciorek is still there, three and two. All of the windup and the pitch to Tom. Breaking ball popped in the air to right center. A trio of Reds gathering, and it's the center fielder Foster. The two out, ninth inning, 1 1, and Bill Russell, the batter. Russell aboard on a fielder's choice. That was the key play in the game as you look back on it. The Dodgers in the second inning had Joshua have a ground rule double, which in a sense was a big play. Dodgers scored one instead of two. Pitched to Russell outside. But they still had second and third and nobody out. And Russell hit a high bouncer at third. Menke leaped high in the air and caught it and then got an out. Russell swings and misses. If the ball bounces over Dennis' head, of course, two runs score. There wouldn't be a bottom of the ninth. But Menke made the play... The ground rule had already been called, and so were 1-1 with two out on the ninth. The pitch to Russell. Outside, ball two, two and one. Russell, 0 for 2 tonight. Lines one foul down the left field line. That short hops the tarp roller, and the count two and two. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Bill Russell. Fastball swung on and missed strike three. So Tommy Hall does what he's paid to do. He's retired nine in a row, striking out two of them. And at the end of nine, a 1-1 tie. Tied beneath Phil Gagliano will bat for Hall. Got two of them. 
And here's Gagliano, who has been quite a pinch hitter for the Reds. He is a, has a 288 average. And as a pinch hitter, he is 14 for 38. So he's been swinging that bat pretty good. Right-hand hitter, utility infielder. All right, Gagliano waiting. Osteen to the windup and the pitch on the way in the 10th inning. It's a little low ball one. The Dodgers have won 15 and lost 6 in overtime. The Reds have won 10. They have lost 8. So two clubs battling it out, as they should, right down to the wire here. Here's the 1-0 pitch on the way to Gagliano. Strike on the corner, 1-1. One one. Pete Rose on deck and Joe Morgan to follow. 46,308 out for the game. Same clubs tomorrow, 1 o'clock, and again on Sunday at 2. Now the 1-1 pitch on the way. But at third base side, it's going to be tough to handle. They can't make the play. Gagliano gets a bunt single to open up the 10th inning. A surprise there as Gagliano dropped one down, and now Geronimo's going to run for him here in the 10th. So the bunt single by Gagliano. Boy, he has really helped that ball club. Came over from the Red Sox. Of course, he was in the National League previously with the Cardinals. So Gagliano heads up bunt. And now, here comes Walter Alston out to talk to Osteen as Alex Ramos, the third base coach, comes over to talk to Pete Rose. The Dodgers will have the bullpen busy again. Rose at bat with Morgan to follow and then Tony Perez. Charlie Huff is throwing in the Dodger bullpen. Doug Rowe was going to throw, but we also have a, another pitcher on the inside down there. We can't spot him. Brewer has been up. Huff has been up. Now it is Huff we can see. Meeting at the mound. Alston talking with the entire infield. And he's going to go to the bullpen, it looks like. The bunt single by Gagliano, and that'll be all for Osteen, who pitched a very courageous game tonight and is going to leave now here in the 10th inning. I think he's going to go to Charlie Huff, the knuckleballer, because Joe Ferguson is coming toward the dugout to get another glove. So that's the tip-off that it's going to be Huff to come in. Charlie Huff, who did a high-wire act last night to get the win, his third of the year. The Dodgers wanted in the 12th inning on a home run by Davey Lope. So with one on and nobody out, they'll turn Rose around to the other side and see if the Reds go for the bunt now with Morgan to follow and then Perez. So Osteen goes nine innings, and he had a real battle on his hands, and he almost had it. But in the top of the ninth inning, George Foster led off for the home run to tie the game. Osteen then retired the next three, and now Gagliano, the pinch hitter, opens up with a front single, and Osteen will leave. Claude works nine innings, allowed 12 hits, struck out two, did not walk a batter, has allowed only one run, and the runner on first, of course, belongs to him, and... Here is Charlie Huff coming up. They have hit for Hall, and the Reds have action in their bullpen. Barbone and Carroll are throwing in the bullpen for the Reds, and Charlie Huff now comes in. Osteen goes out, and Claude gets a fine ovation. He's pitched a very gritty ball game here tonight. The one pitch that he wants back, of course, would be the home run to Foster leading off in the ninth. 
The Dodgers missed a couple of chances. The Reds also. They had a runner thrown out of the plate in the fourth inning when Joshua shot down Perez. So it's been that kind of a game. And Charlie Huff now will come in and try to get the Reds out here in the top half of the tenth inning. Tomorrow at 1 o'clock, they'll go at it again. We hope you'll make your plans. We still have some tickets available. And then on Sunday, the final game of the home season. The Dodgers are battling here for their very lives in this pennant race. They come into the series knowing full well that a sweep is almost necessary to give them any chance at all to overhaul the Reds. All right. Anderson has talked with Rose and first base coach Sugar, who now delivers the message to the runner at first base. Geronimo is the runner going for Cagliano, and Huff now warming up, and we'll see how the Reds play it. Are they going to ask Rose, the league's leading hitter, to bunt? They're going to let him swing away and hope for a big inning here in the top of the 10th. All right, Gagliano got the bunt single. Geronimo runs for him at first. Rose steps in. We're set to go, and here's Charlie Huff. Charlie is in his 35th game, and he's never been in a bigger spot than this one right now. So Charlie ready to work here in the 10th inning. One on, nobody out. Geronimo off first. Saves in in case the bunt is on, and the first thing Huff does is throw to first base not in time. Joe Morgan is on deck, and then Tony Perez. So you've got three pretty good hitters to work on here. Rose at 345, Morgan at 285, and Perez started tonight at 305. Again, a throw to first, and right into the runner, but not in time. So Huff makes two throws to first to keep Geronimo tied up over there. Say is in at third in case they bunt. Buckner ready to shove off. The pitch is knuckleball low, and Rose was around to bunt ball one. So it is a 1-0 count now to Pete Rose. The game is in the 10th inning. And the bunt single by Gagliano to open it up. And Osteen has to leave. The home run by Foster opened up the ninth inning. Now the look to check in the pitch to Rose. Takes a strike. Around the bunt, let it go by, one and one. One ball, one strike to Pete. League's leading hitter at 345. He is 0 for 4 tonight. Hit into a double play in the third inning. Rose waiting again. Now the 1-1 looking to throw to first base. Buckner had started to come down the line, had to back up to take the throw. Says in on the grass. One ball, one strike. Rose waiting at the plate. Charlie Huff set. The look in the pitch. Knuckler butted and missed. Strike two. One and two the count as Rose tried to bunt that ball and could not. Now Buckner again talks to Charlie. We'll see about Rose now. All right, one and two. Rose looks at Alex Gramis for a sign. Joe Morgan is on deck. And Tony Perez to follow. Twelve hits for the Reds, but eight of them go to Perez and to Foster. Four each. The pitch swung on and missed strike three. Rose strikes out. Let's pause for station identification. This is the Los Angeles Dodgers Radio Network. Well, you're listening to the Dodger game right now, and this is Mike Walden, hoping you'll join me for the pregame show, Batter Up, five minutes before each and every Dodger broadcast here on KFI Los Angeles. All right, here's Joe Morgan at bat. He's 0 for 4. He has grounded out, fouled out, popped out, flied to right. Dodgers 
Trying to hold him here in the tenth inning. Now the look and a throw to first base. Huff is due to lead it off in the bottom of the tenth, but he is not even worried about that. This is the time right now, top of the tenth. One out, one on. Geronimo at first base. If they put a play on. The pitch fouled away on a check swing. Strike one. Geronimo is five out of ten in steals. Morgan up there, good hitter, hitting 285. Dodgers play him around to the right. Here's the look and a throw to first, not in time. Dodgers now moving Pashorik in left field over into left center field against Morgan. Joe fly deep to right field in the eighth inning. Geronimo away from first. Here's the look by Huff. And the pitch. Base hit to left field. Geronimo turns and holds now as Morgan punches one to left field and up will come Tony Perez who is four for four in the game tonight. So Morgan timed the knuckleball and lined a single to left. That's the second hit of the inning and it brings on Perez who has four straight hitting 305, 24 home runs and 94 runs batted in. Tony Perez. So Morgan gets his first hit, the 13th hit for the Reds. They have one run, 13 hits. Dodgers one run, six hits. Now the Dodgers, of course, hoping that Perez will give them a double play ball. They move up a step or two and play him to the left. On deck is Costco. Charlie Huff out of a stretch to look in the pitch. Knuckleball for a strike, 0-1. Huff has struck out 60 nine hitters in 66 and two-third innings. All right, he's working on Perez. Big Tony up there looking for his fifth hit of the game. Knuckleball, pop foul, out of play, strike two. So the Reds have two on and one out here in the tenth inning as Gagliano opened up with a pinch bunt. Crossed him up, bunting third base way, and it was a good one. All right, strike two count. Perez waits again. Huff ready, delivers. Knuckler is popped foul. He got just a piece of that one and fouled it back into the crowd. 46,308 on hand at Dodger Stadium tonight. We're in overtime for the second straight night. The Dodgers beat Atlanta last night in 12, 5-3 to, to extend their winning streak to, five, to four. Now they're trying to make it five. Locked up here with the Reds, 1-1 in the 10th inning. The knuckleball, foul away. Perez got just a piece of that one, fouls it on the ground behind the plate. And the count stays, strike two to Tony Perez. Charlie Huff, faced with a big task here to keep the Dodgers alive. Osteen really put on a struggle against Jack Billingham tonight. Now the 0-2 look, and the pitch on the way. A little outside, ball one. That knuckleball moving away. Tony followed it and held up. One ball, two strikes. The runner at second is Geronimo. The runner at first base is Morgan. One out in the tenth. Perez waiting at the plate, hitting 305 at the start. He's had a perfect night, four for four. Here's the look again. The 1-2 pitch on the way. High fly ball to left center field, way back. This one is going, going. It is gone. Home run for Tony Perez. 
Tony Perez hits one in the seats. His 25th home run, his fifth hit of the game. And the Reds lead 4-1. to one. So Big Tony, who has really been a thorn in the Dodgers, hits his sixth home run against them, and the Reds have the lead now. 4-1. to One, one of the runs charged to Osteen, and the other two to Charlie Huff. So on a one and two count, he straightened out the knuckleball and hit it in the seats in left field, and the Reds, with two late home runs, have pulled this one out and take the lead. Here's Costco, a line drive to left for Costco. Up to get it is Pashorik, brings it back in, and Costco has his second hit of the game. So Charlie Huff was battling along there. He'd gotten ahead of Perez, and then Tony finally hung one in the left field seats. The sixth home run for the Reds this year at Dodger Stadium. They have eight in Cincinnati, and for Perez, his second here, and he has six against the Dodgers. So Tony Perez. It's a long drive to left. The pitch now to Foster, who tagged a home run in the ninth inning leading off. And that tied the ball game and gave the Reds a chance here in the 10th inning. The home run yielded by Charlie Huff is only the third that he has allowed this year. It's a ground ball to short. Could be two. Russell to Lopes one. And no other play as Foster legs it out and Costco came in to Davey in a hurry. So they got a force out on Foster. And with two away, here's Menke coming on. Now when the Dodgers go to bat in the bottom of the inning, they'll have a hitter for Huff. And to the top of the order, but they'll trail by three runs. Four to one, the Reds lead it. They've come from behind. The Dodgers led one to nothing into the ninth inning. The leadoff home run by Foster. And then in the tenth inning, a bunch single by Gagliano opened the door. And the Reds rolled it through for three runs. Here's Menke at bat, two out. And a runner at first goes. Here's Ferguson's throw down. He's out of there to retire the side. Foster trying to steal side out in the tenth but the Reds show three runs on four hits none left and the score at the end of nine and a half innings Reds four and the Dodgers have one in baseball they go by the numbers nine players to a team well and good says farmer John but he suggests that in your wiener shopping you go by the ounces not by the numbers you see aside from extra long wieners like farmer John Dodger dogs wieners and franks are normally sold ten to a package and since they're the same length, why the packages look alike. But are they alike? No, indeed, not in weight. More and more wiener packages are just 12 ounces, 4 ounces less than the 16-ounce Farmer John package. These 12-ounce packages are usually priced a few cents less than Farmer John's, but just do a little calculating. Ounce for ounce, you're apt to find they actually cost more than Farmer John wieners. Now, nobody's trying to fool anybody because the weight is printed on the labels. But it's something to keep in mind when you shop for wieners. Remember, you're always on the safe side when you reach for Farmer John Meat Wieners, regular size or the 10-inch extra long, because they're always in a full pound package. I will go along now into the last half of the tenth. The Dodgers down by a score of four to one. For more play, here's Vinny. The Reds make several changes. Cesar Geronimo goes into center field. George Foster moves over to right. Dan Dreesen is the new first baseman. And the pitcher is Clay Carroll. So we have a couple of fellas coming in the game at the same time, Dreesen and Carroll. 
Foster just moves defensively. They probably put Carroll in. There it is. Dreesen will bat third. And Clay Carroll will bat fourth. Jim Ferry is going to come up and hit for Charlie Huff here in the bottom of the 10th. For Huff, number 28, Jim Ferry. Jim Ferry coming up, hitting 167, used exclusively as a pinch hitter. He's one for six. Four to one Reds. Bottom of the 10th inning, Carroll delivers, and the pitch is low. Ball one, one and oh. A ninth inning home run by George Foster to tie his fourth hit. A three-run home run by Perez, his fifth hit. And the Dodgers are down four to one in the tenth inning. Boos are directed at fans waving various team banners. Here's the 1-1 pitch to Ferry. Slice to left, down the line. Rose coming over, but it's going to drop for a base hit. Ferry a turn and holding. So Jimmy drops a little flare into left field for a base hit, and the batter will be Davey Lopes. Davy Lopes has single and walk, popped up and grounded out. Barry off the bag, held on by Dreesen. Clay Carroll plants the right foot. Clay is 8-8 eight and eight with the league, an ERA of just under 4. Right-hander ready, the pitch to Lopes in the dirt, saved by Plummer. Holding at first is Ferry. He is not about to risk being thrown out. He was staying right at the bag. Sparky Anderson told Menke to come to the mound, so Dennis does, to conserve a little time down in the bullpen. Left-hander and a right-hander. The right-hander is Pedro Bourbon. I'll have to double-check the left-hander. It might have been Ross Grimsley. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Davey Lopes. Taken for a strike. One and one. Yeah, that's who it is. One and one to Davey Lopes. Carroll, a look over at Jim Ferry. The pitch to Lopes is low. Ball two, two and one. We're in the 10th inning, and the Reds leading the Dodgers 4-1. to one. The Dodgers led ever since the second inning, but let it get away in a ninth inning home run by Foster, and now the Reds have three in the 10th. Here's the 2-1 pitch. Lopes takes low, ball three. Three and one. Carroll has been in and out in 88 innings. He has allowed 106 hits. Here's a 3-1 pitch to Davey. Low ball four. Well, Sparky Anderson heading for the mound. The Dodgers have Buckner and Davis. And Sparky has Grimsley and Bourbon in the bullpen. 
Sparky is at the mound, and I think they want Grimsley. So Ross Grimsley, who normally is a starting pitcher, will be brought in. Grimsley has started 35 games and relieved only once. And for Clay Carroll, he's a little disgusted with himself. A base hit on a walk for the first two batters. Now we'll see what the Dodgers do. Against left-handed Grimsley, they have left-hand hitters Buckner and Davis. They've already used Jim Barry as a pinch hitter. Tom Pichora came into the game to play. In the dugout, of course, they have some right-handed batters, notably Manny Mota and Ken McMullen. And Buckner walks away from the on-deck circle and comes to the near corner of the Dodger dugout. Steve Garvey is going to come up and bat for Bill Buckner. So Grimsley is the pitcher and Garvey will be the hitter. Number 48, Ron Grimsley. Steve Garvey comes out of the Dodger dugout as Ross Grimsley comes out of the Cincinnati bullpen. And Buckner will give way to Garvey. The Garvey, as a pinch hitter this year, is 12 for 29. And he has 10 RBIs. Overall, Garvey's average is 298. So Ross Grimsley, a starting pitcher, relieved for only second time this year. He is 13 and 9. Grimsley's earned run average, 3.1. He's worked a lot, 233 innings. So Grimsley getting ready. So the Dodgers led one to nothing in the second inning. It stayed that way until the ninth when George Foster's fourth hit was a home run to tie it up. Then in the tenth inning, with two on and one out, Charlie Huff had worked three innings last night, served up a home run ball to Tony Perez, and the Reds broke the tie to take a commanding four to one lead. Here in the bottom of the 10th, a base hit by Ferry and a walk to Lopes, and the Dodgers are still struggling. And they'll have Garvey, Davis, and Ferguson coming up. Grimsley has two more warm-up tosses to make. Now he's down to one. Though so we can tell you a little bit about him. He's big, 6'3", 200-pounder. He's from Topeka, Kansas, makes his home in Memphis, Tennessee. He was 14-8 last year, 13-9 this year. Grimsley, just about ready. All right, Ross and Steve Garvey, the pinch hitter, with two on, nobody out in the 10, four to one Reds. Fastball foul back, and the bat chases the bat boy out of the way. It almost got the bat boy, and then it went in the dugout. So Garvey has one getaway in the count, 0 and 1. So Steve shakes up his, his own ball club. 0 and 1 to count. Four runs on 15 hits. 
for the Reds. One run, seven hits for the Dodgers. All right, Garvey back up. Barry at second, Lopes at first, nobody out. Grimsley to a stretch. Pitch to Garvey. Is a little number out in front of the plate. Down to get it is Grimsley. Throws to first for the out, and the runners move up to second and third. So Grimsley throws at Garvey. Dan Dreesen handling the low throw. One out. Willie Davis will come up and hit left-hander or no. Davis is 0 for 4. He has not hit the ball out of the infield. He's grounded out, hit into a double play, struck out and popped up. Willie has really not hit the ball hard or even fouled it off hard. Now he's up against a left-hander with runners at second and third. Last time up, he popped up to Morgan, losing his bat in the process. Fastball popped in the air around the plate, and he's still not going to hit it out of the infield as Plummer makes the catch. Two down. So the Dodgers, with two out in the 10th inning, have Joe Ferguson coming up. We'll see whether Grimsley pitches to him or not. Now, in checking the Reds' bullpen, Bourbon is not throwing anymore. But they're going to the bullpen. So I guess Pedro stopped throwing because he was ready. And he's coming right in. So they want Bourbon to pitch to Joe Ferguson. So Grimsley did his job. He got Steve Garvey, and then he got Willie Davis. And now Joe Ferguson with two out in the 10th inning. The Reds leading 4-1. to one. And Fergie will have to do something against Bourbon. The Dodgers are almost out of time now. Here's the announcement on Bourbon. Number 34. Pedro Bourbon. So Pedro Bourbon, a remarkable ball player. Bourbon is 10 and 4 with the league and an ERA of 2. This will be his 76th game. Freddie Velasquez, the catcher for the Atlanta Braves, was telling us a story last night about Bourbon. It's hard to believe, but it give you an idea of how this guy can throw. They were playing a game in the Dominican Republic, and Bourbon had had a lot of trouble. And finally, Tommy Lasorda, who was his manager, came out to the mound along with catcher Velasquez to take him out of the game. And Bourbon, standing on the mound, was so angry that he was going to be taken out of the game that he threw the ball into the left field bleachers from the mound. And Velasquez said... You would swear it was a line drive off somebody's bat, not a man throwing the ball. But if you could just imagine standing on the mound and throwing a line drive into the left field bleachers, that's the kind of an arm Bourbon has. He's 6'2", 185-pounder from the Dominican Republic. He'll be 27 in December. So Joe Ferguson has not hit the ball out of the infield. So Willie Davis and Joe Ferguson have not been able to do a thing, and of course, neither have the Dodgers. Without the numbers three and four hitters, they're not gonna generate many runs, 
And they have only one tonight. So four to one Cincinnati. And Bob Owen, ready in the pitch to Ferguson, is popped in the air into shallow left center field. Pete Rose waiting for it and makes it, and that'll do it. The Reds have won their biggest game of the year. It looks like it will take even more than a miracle now as the Dodgers lose a one to nothing game in the ninth and then see it really go down the drain in the tenth. The Dodgers, with seven games left, are trailing by five and a half. The winning pitcher would be Tommy Hall. No, wait a minute, let's see. The pitcher of record in the 10th inning, yeah, was Tommy Hall. So Hall is the winner. He's 8 and 5. And the losing pitcher, Claude Osteen. He is now 16 and 11. And Claude, who dodged so many bullets, is finishing up the year having lost five straight, which is takes the edge off an otherwise sensational year where he had won 16, he was 16 and 6, and then suddenly he hit the skids. So the Reds have won it. Four runs, 15 hits for Cincinnati. One run, seven hits for the Dodgers. Tomorrow, Don Sutton and Don Gullett, a 1 o'clock game. And once again, final score in 10 innings, Reds 4, Dodgers 1.